juice so crazy like a crazy crab, bro. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Daily Dose of Curly. I'm your host, Sophia Shorter. And on the pod today, I'm here along with some special guests to talk about the general topic of friend groups and conflicts that may arise. Before we start off today's episode, I want to give a quick shout out to a couple of people. First is to my dad's friend, Mike Adams, who helped me set up my podcast by lending me two amazing mics. And second, to my uncle and aunt, Barbara Nogueras and Ingrid Nogueras, who sent me two Rode Pod mics and an H4N Pro Handy Recorder audio interface that I can take anywhere with me. Also, they sent me two mic stands. You should also make sure to check out my uncle's website, which is nogueradesdesigns.com, where he specializes in helping you guys make a website and other businesses make websites. He's really cool and creative, so make sure to check him out. Thanks, guys, for helping me get started. Now, let's get on to the episode. On the show today, I'm here with not one, but two special guests, Jairus De Jesus and Terrell Russell. Are we pausing it? <laughs> hey guys, I'm Jairus De Jesus. I'm a sophomore at Manheim Township High School. Hi guys, I'm Terrell Russell, and I'm also a sophomore at Manheim Township High School. Jairus and Terrell are two of my closest friends. Me and Terrell have known each other since eighth grade, and Jai and I met in the beginning of the summer. As we're all in the same friend group consisting of about eight other people, I brought them on to talk a little bit about the ups and downs of a friend group and to share their perspective. You know, I'm a, I'm a professional babysitter. So I did play football, you know, freshman year. But, you know, got away from that. Don't ask me why. And um, I had a job as of yesterday. But, um, <laughs> you know, it was getting a little tiresome. So now I'm unemployed, broke, <laughs> and ready for teenage life so today's topic is the idea of what to do when conflicts arise in a friend group so first off let's start with general life in a friend group and what's like the making of a friend group let's talk about that for a little Jarius, you want to take that um i'll start off i feel like i feel like a friend group always starts off with like two close friends yeah who have who have friends of their own but like eventually they merge yeah, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's always like whatever it is first, like you said, like maybe two people or whatever it is, and they always come together and then they end up bringing others in and then there's just kind of like uh, then it just becomes kind of like a bigger thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what about co-ed friend groups? So how do you guys like co-ed or like how do you handle being with a co-ed friend group? So I feel like I feel like it's always important to have a co-ed friend group because, I mean, it's not it's not anything new that most of the time girls think and and are smarter than guys. <laughs> 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 so it's always it's always good to have input from from both sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's also it's also good because like just having like a bunch of girls, I feel like they compete. If it's a bunch of guys, they're gonna compete for like you know that alpha male type. Yeah, sense. yeah. And so just kind of bringing in that opposite gender is is good, you know what I mean? And it brings, like, a bunch of, like, different aspects and ideas. And I feel like it's kind of needed in a lot of friend groups. Yeah. I feel like having co-ed friend group is so good because you have, like, both sides. And then mm-hmm. you all, like, can, like, share different ideas and get along with each other well because mm-hmm. it's two different perspectives. Yeah. I feel like I feel like it's really essential 
especially in like like even in relationships like say you have a girlfriend and you have female friends like they could help you you could go to them for advice if you're going through something like with yeah. your girlfriend mm-hmm there's a lot and of other benefits. way around too. Mm-hmm. So, how do you guys think that friend groups can have a big effect on your character? Do you think that friend groups can affect your character in a way? For sure. For yeah, sure. definitely. Yeah. I mean, there's a saying that goes, "You you are you become like the five people that you're around the most." Oh. Mm-hmm. I think that's like proven to be true in my own life, and like other people that I've seen, like my friends and yeah, family members and all. Yeah. I feel as if, like, speaking from personal experiences, I was, because I'm a people person, I've been around a lot of groups, and I've been in a lot of groups, and I would say I was in a group before, kind of like, we all met, and it's not like they were bad people at all, it's just that their interests are way different from, like, what we're into now, and I wouldn't say that's, like, the best for a lot of kids our age, but, like, do your own thing like people will do their own thing no matter what and I feel like ever since I kind of like got out of that situation and got into this newer situation I feel like it's way like we're just like really loving and like we like I feel like we really care for each other and it's way more understanding and it like it changed me as a person like I noticed that it really did change me yeah because like being in a friend group that's not the best for you can have a like a not as good effect on your person mm-hmm. right okay so so along with a friend group let's talk about like the inner circles within a friend group mm. which can be toxic but let's mm. just talk about the inner circles yeah i feel as if kind of going back to what we said in the beginning friend groups do start with like smaller people first and then it branches out so like i feel like there's always is that inner circle or people that are obviously close with each other and i guess an inner circle is toxic in a sense, but like it has to be, I feel like it should be kind of understood. Yeah. Like inner circles are like, like no matter what, like is, there's going to be an inner circle. And then also like, it's not like you can always hang out with everybody. So you're obviously going to pick the people you're closer with. Right. And I feel like, I feel like to, towards those outsiders, they can feel as if like they're being betrayed or like left out. But it's honestly not even like that. It's just like, it's like, cause we're like speaking on us. We're such a big group. But we can't always hang out with, like, let's say, all there's, like, 10, 10 plus. Like, we can't always right. hang out with all 10 or whatever. Yeah. Right. So we have to limit it. I feel like it's inevitable. Like, I feel like always in a trio, there's a duo. And, like, as it goes on, there's always, there's always going to be people who are closer to certain people in the group than to others. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's no way around that. I think that, like, inner circles can come off as, like... I don't know mean to other people that aren't a part of them but I guess it's just a factor of who you're close with in the group or who you like became really close with in the group and then other people might feel excluded but it's just I don't know because because then comes the question if you're put in a situation where you have to invite only a certain amount of people then what are you going to do like not not hang out with anyone anymore because you can't invite everyone Mm -hmm. yeah I understand you like, what are you going to... Yeah, because, like, what do you do at that point? Because it's, like, you can't please everyone. Right. So, like, it's either I invite the certain people that I'm close with or I invite no one to keep everyone kind of, like, in a fair situation. Right. Yeah. But not many people would want to do that. Like, I feel like, like no matter what, as kids, we want to hang out and do what's fun for us. 
So, like, we're always going to invite, and it's sad, but, like, there are going to be certain people that get invited over others. But it's, like, no hard feelings. Which brings me into the next topic, which is recognizing toxicity. So, Mm. let's talk about, like, recognizing toxicity in your friend group. When's the point where a friend group can get toxic? I feel like... I feel like when you get to when you get to the point where people are like blatantly making jokes about what happened at a hangout that not everyone was at in front of the people who were not there, I feel like that's when it becomes toxic in a way. For example, if a friend group did something just like exclusively like four of them and then the next day they hang out with the entire group but just the four of them are making like inside jokes or talking about how much fun they had the night before when it was just them, I feel like that's when it becomes toxic. Because yeah. then then it just seems like they're doing it on purpose to make the others feel bad that yeah. they weren't there. Yeah, and that's that's messed up. Like, I feel like, especially when you have a kind of, like, I guess, the inner circle, as we were saying earlier, like, obviously, the inner circle is probably going to hang out way more than kind of the bigger circle or whatever. But what it leads to, like, let's say you do that, and then you would go, like, kind of what Jairus was saying is you go and you start talking about stuff that's happening while no one else was there. It just makes them feel even more excluded and as if they're not liked. And, like, if you're just sitting there and you're bringing up talk, it's like, oh, remember when we did this, that, that? And you're like, oh, shoot, sorry, you weren't there. You wouldn't understand. Like, that's just, like, that's messed up in a way. Yeah, like, I feel like friend groups can get toxic, too, when you're, like, specifically trying to exclude that person just, like, and then, like, make fun of it. And then talk about things in front of that person. I feel like that grows really toxic in a friend group as well. When you purposely are trying to make them feel bad or trying to make a person that's not that wasn't there feel bad, mm-hmm. that gets to, right. to a toxic point. But moving on to the next point, are friend groups exclusive? And like, how can that hurt a person? So, do you think that like a friend group is exclusive? And like, can it hurt someone if they're not in it? Exclusive, like who they let in or exclusive like do they exclude people like i guess both okay well i guess definitely for like who they let in for sure like i feel like well it depends it depends on the people because i feel like most friend groups they don't like to have people just kind of come in out of nowhere and just try to get all close like that could be weird and that could feel weird especially especially for people in the group like if some random person just comes in like let's say somebody invites them and then they're trying to like instantly kind of be in the group completely. I feel like the other members might feel a little weird about it. And then some groups are obviously more okay with that. But it all depends on the people. And then kind of like with the like excluding people, I feel like when there is that time where you have to only hang out with the limited people, that's when others feel excluded. Yeah. And I understand where that comes from. But I feel like there has to be some kind of, you have to like kind of understand it a bit. Because like you can't take like hard feelings to that. Yeah, yeah. Again, I feel like there's a point where it's just inevitable. Like, some people's vibes just don't match, and that's completely okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. I feel like if it get, if it's getting to the point where someone has to change themselves to try to fit in with a group, then that's not, that's not okay. Yeah, and also it goes in with, like, fitting in, like, picking the people that you want to hang out with. Like, picking individuals that you want to be surrounded with. Like how Jai said... Like, yeah, I guess if the vibe doesn't match, I guess it's totally okay if you don't want them to be a part of the circle. But, I mean, I guess it is just inevitable with all friend groups. Yeah, like, but I feel like we use that word, like, exclude, 
as like it's intentional because I feel like half of the time yeah. it's never intentional like me personally I never intend to like leave someone out and have them feel bad but like again it's just inevitable and it will happen it's nothing against the person yeah like yeah. If, if it came down to it I feel like nine times out of ten we want to hang out with like everybody all ten but like it just can't always happen like that I feel like exclusion is such a negative word yeah mm-hmm. it is like negative like it has such a negative connotation to it like yeah. it's not like we want to purposefully like you said T but sometimes it's just how the cookie crumbles <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's just like who fits in with your vibe and who doesn't like who who you are going to be yourself around or who you're gonna shine the best with Right. Mm, yeah, I and, like the way you put that. Yeah, <laughs> like, and I feel like there's a lot of people when they like what you said, being yourself. There's a lot of people who, like, they try to be themselves to like the fullest, and then there's also people that do change for friend groups, and then some people don't like that. Like, like I feel like I like it when someone's 100 percent no matter what, no matter what they're doing. Like, right. I don't care if you're yeah. corny or if you're weird, just be yourself. Like, don't try to match my energy because we're two different people. Always stay true to yourself, no matter no matter what. Even if you feel like you're gonna be left out or anything, mm-hmm. yeah, you'll find the right people when the time comes. That was good. That was that was a good. So along with this, so let's say like getting comfortable with new people. Let's talk about that. So introducing new people into your friend group or having new sets of friends. How do you get comfortable with having them in your group, but they weren't in it before? Well, that's hard. That's like yeah. it's yeah. hard. Like, so me, I'm a people's per- I'm a people person. So like, I I kind of like love everyone. Like, on first glance, you could be my best friend. Like, I get very attached, and I like I'm very caring. So like, people kind of like I'm naturally drawn to like have connections with people, and so I'm way more open to that stuff. But I know there's some in my circle that aren't. And it's hard if I'm trying to bring someone in and they're not because I'm going to take them into consideration. But and I'm always trying to like I'm always trying to like find new people, I guess. And it's hard to try to find someone that fits. I feel like it's hard because there's so many different personalities in one group for one person to join and immediately click with everyone. Yeah. I wish it was as easy as it was in kindergarten where you would have friends just for being fast or you could walk up to someone and be like, hey, can we be friends? And then you guys were like besties. Yeah, Yeah, I feel like as you grow, friendships change too. Like how I talked about in the last episode, you grow up and like everything just changes. And I feel like it was so much easier to just like make your own friend group or like just be friends with anyone when you were younger. But like Mm -hmm. now it's different because different characters of a person and different personalities take effect in building your friend group and having a friend group and introducing people into it. Right. Yeah. And there's also some people that fit right away. Yeah. Like some people it's like the second they're there, they're 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 in the group. Like it's just it all depends on the person cuz like there's people that are out there that vibe will fit with your group almost right away. But like there's people out there that like I feel are just perfect for some groups and they're just waiting for that moment to kind of come in. Yeah. Right. So our next topic is merging with other friend groups. So do you think it's possible for one friend group to merge with another? Like, or do you think it's possible to like hang out with other friend groups and bring your friends into it too? I feel like it all depends on the people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it's definitely possible 
to at least hang out but to like merge like completely and have them all together and like be like this new big thing i feel like it's just not it because i feel like that one leads to more problems and two it's too much you know yeah like all those people like merging friend groups is hard because it's like you already like you like then that also leads to those clicks again inside the friend yeah, group right exactly. because you know the the your friend group before was already close and now this other friend group you know they're close and now you're merging pause but also mixing with others could be beneficial as you can expand and meet new people i feel like i feel like merging two big friend groups leaves a lot of room for a lot of feelings to be hurt mm -hmm. yeah that's true like and like if you mix with the wrong friend group like things won't mix yeah right. like imagine mixing with like a friend group that's completely different from you or trying to at least yeah that would that not could lead to match well. yeah. that could lead to some problems yeah yes, for sure yeah Merging with friend groups, for example, that may be completely different than yours in the sense that they are a bad influence could lead to so many complications and problems. As I said before, though, meeting new people could be extremely beneficial, but you just have to make sure you're sticking with the right crowd that will continue to be a positive influence on you. Okay. Um, we, we should ask Sophie questions. Yeah, so oh, I'm yeah. trying to think of a question to ask Sophie. So kind of coming back to, like, new people in the friend group, um, Sophie... What, what did you think about when Jai first came into the friend group? Because right. he was a little later. What was your Ooh, first impression? Because yeah. we literally met at your house. <laughs> so, like, when I first met you, I was like, I was like, oh, I've never met him before. And I was like, oh, like, he seems cool because he, like, came in. He, he, like, vibed well. He was friends with, like, our other friends. And then you just, like, I don't know, you just, like, matched everyone's energy. But what really made me, like, oh, yeah, he's, he's good for our friend group was when we went outside and your mom and my mom were talking for two hours hours outside mm -hmm. and then we were just outside in the cul-de-sac just like standing there just talking about like random stuff like just life and then we just really connected and my cousin was there too bobby i do remember that yeah bobby was there and we took a disposable camera picture well, that was the first day that we met it was a disposable right. camera picture mm -hmm. and we were just like you're holding like a hairbrush or something yeah <laughs> it was so funny maybe i'll post that as like an exclusive post like <laughs> that picture is going down in the history books yeah it was fun we and, were like, really there until like 3 a.m exactly it was like 3 a.m yeah. And it was just me, you, and Bobby. Yeah. And that was, like, also a factor in getting comfortable with new people. We had, like, an opportunity to meet each other and had an opportunity to connect each other personally. Right. And then you had an opportunity to connect with other people personally, like, with Terrell or, like, with everyone else. Like, the other people in our friend group, you had opportunities to connect with them. Because yeah. you were first friends with another person, and then you joined in, and right. then you became friends with everyone. Yeah. So, another question, guys. I was just thinking. How do you think conflicts in a friend group should be handled? <laughs> Who are you stealing my thunder? Right now? <laughs> no, re-ask the question though, because I said it like fast. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, like, in a friend group, I feel like kind of back to that. Some who like others, some who don't. How do you think it's easy to handle it when like one person might not like another, or they're not on good terms right now? So then, like. They're kind of beefing, Ooh. but like you still want to hang out with everyone, of course. Yeah. Like, how did, like how would you guys handle that? Like, is it hard or is it like, like what would you do? I feel like the smartest thing to do is to sit down and have a conversation. Like, yeah. force them to have a conversation. Um, well, not force. Make sure they're both comfortable with it. But I feel like there definitely is a conversation that needs to be had, whether it's just them two or with everyone around. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, like has to be talked about, or else like the conflict is just is just going to continue on, yeah. and then we're not going to be able to hang out with everyone. Mm-hmm. And like things with things like that, I always like I feel like yeah, the best way to handle situations like that is to talk it out, give both sides, and work it out. And then obviously with stuff like that, it's not always going to be a hundred percent. But like, I feel like you shouldn't let a conflict like that disrupt the whole friend group. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Because then there comes a point when others start to pick sides, and mm-hmm. then it just gets worse from there. Yeah, and that's just weird. No one likes that. Yeah. <laughs> no, Noah, our cameraman, is laughing. Noah, do you have any input on this? Any input Go from our... No, what do you think? From our cameraman? What, what's, going on, what's going on with your friend groups? I think I have multiple friend groups, and so I don't really know which one to talk about. <laughs> that's good, Oh, though. so you're a people's man. Huh? You, got all, good, you got all the friends. Keep yourself around a lot of different varieties of people. Mm-hmm. It's good to keep yourself around multiple friend groups, and you can pick and choose which one you want to hang out with. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. That's crazy. It's well, good to have abundance. Well, <laughs> it's good to have abundance. Ni- nice to wild. have choices. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. No, we're no, we're keeping. That's that's the intro. That's the intro. (laughs) Pick and choose. (laughs) One group should be the intro. Okay, guys. So to wrap up this segment of friendships and friend groups, we always have to end with our Taylor talks. So in our Taylor talks today, we're gonna be talking about Taylor Swift. You guys' opinion on Taylor Swift? (laughs) What Um. is that? Um, she uh, she dropped some some great music. My my favorite song has to be Romeo and Juliet. That's not oh the wait song. wait wait that's not the name. No, um, um, love story or something. Me personally, I don't know much about her, but but um, I would say I was a huge um, what's this, Bad Blood <laughs> fan. I remember that song. I listen to it a lot. Baby, now we got bad blood. Yeah, that was my that was my stuff. I, I listened to that on repeat. I swear. <laughs> Have you guys listened to her new album, Midnights? No, nope. not at all. Not no, not, not one song. <laughs> I've heard. Wow. Um, um, what what's the one that like has been going viral on TikTok? Oh, antihero. Like I'm the problem. It's me. Like, yeah, that one. That yeah, one. yeah, yeah. That I one, I, heard love, that. I love that song. I didn't even hear that one. <laughs> you haven't seen that on before, you She's page? going on tour, and I did not get tickets. You didn't get tickets? And I'm sad. I literally got tickets. Like, I, what <laughs> I have like 15 tickets. Like, like, you're slacking. You're not a real Tay-Tay fan. <laughs> Tay-Tay? <laughs> I believe they're called Swifties. Oh, oh Swifties. I, you're not a Swiftie. I'm literally the I'm biggest Swiftie. <laughs> so, like, wait, Sophie, since you know all about Taylor Swift, did she pick for her fans to be called Swifties? Actually, I don't know. I don't think so. I think it was like a fan-made thing. Like they are called Swifties because she has a thing called Taylor Nation, and it's like her fans, and she calls them Swifties. But I, I don't know if it was her or like a fan that was just like we're Swifties, mm-hmm. and then she called them Swifties. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. That's crazy. So I never yeah, thought about that. I have a challenge for you. <laughs> Name five celebrities who are Swifties. Facts. Oh my god. Bet you can't name. Okay, three. Millie Bobby Brown, Olivia Rodrigo, Conan Gray. What? what? Um, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Oh, um, um. Oh, I'm There's thinking. Three. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, she um, can't beat that. Phoebe Bridgers. Who is that? Wow. Um, who is who? Is, <laughs> wow. And, um, wow, bro. What's his name, bro? 
Oh, Jack Antoff or something. That's her <laughs> I, producer, or that's like. I really did not think you would be able to do it. <laughs> really? Wow, that's crazy. That's a lot. Oh, I should have said ten. No, uh, five. I, I got five. <laughs> I got five. <laughs> but yeah, Taylor. 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 I don't know. I'm more of a. Well, I don't know what Drake's fans are called, but Drakeys, Drakeys, Dracos, 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 Dracos. 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 That's Drake fan. Well, you know Drake Omafor, like from no. Harry Potter. What? Who? <laughs> 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 the blonde guy. Yeah, you know the Harry blonde guy. There's a blonde guy. Wait, in Harry so Potter? wait, like Harry Potter himself? No, like the enemy, the mean one. You are my Voldemort. enemy. No. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, Taylor's wait. amazing. Well, guys, that wraps up our Daily Dose of Curly episode three. So. It's been real. (laughs) Sad to come to an end. I know. This was a fun episode to talk about. This was. Thank you guys so much for listening in. Make sure to tune in to our next episode in the later days. Hope you guys are having a good day. (laughs) And put your pants on before your socks. No, please don't do that. And don't sleep with socks on. Please. (laughs) I like sleeping with socks on. It's fun. That's very weird. It's comfortable. Never do that again. (laughs) Calling 911. I'm literally sending you to jail. All right, everyone. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Adios. Love you, Willa. Testing everything. You sleep with socks on? Talk about people who start off their outfits with shirt first. Okay, yeah, that's diabolical. That's a problem. That's a problem. <laughs> please don't tell me. Wait, Jenny, please don't tell me you do that. What? You start with a, a shirt first? <laughs> okay, all right. That's right. I shower like any time. No, 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 no. Do you build like, your outfits around your shirt? Like, yeah. do you pick out your shirt and then your pants? No, I feel like I always put my pants on first. Right. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, the first thing you put on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. The pants, the pants. I thought you just said that you put, I mean, your you socks, put on the socks on and then the pants. Okay. I know you set it up. Sure no, I mean like pants. I feel like can go with anything, but like shirts are specific. So you put your shirt on first Wait, and match the pants. So you build your outfit around your shirt. Mm, I would understand. I, I would understand so, because then I could just put the pants on. It depends oh. on what I want to wear. I would understand I a hoodie, maybe a hoodie or like a crew neck, but not just a regular t-shirt. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Not a regular. No, no. T-shirt, regular and I also like. I also feel as if like, look, right? When you're building an outfit, I feel like you already know what you want to wear. So I feel like what it is is what the real question is is. When you're actually putting the outfit on, like, like, what do you start with? Like, like, cause I feel like most people, like, like me, I'm more of like a, I got my outfit ready the night before, so it don't even matter. But when I wake up, am I putting the shirt on first or the pants, bro? Oh, gracias. I'm at my friend's house. We're recording a podcast right now. She's at home. Yeah. Oh, I'm not sure. I think I'm going home soon though. Like whenever we're done. Yeah. All right. I love you too, Willa. Bye. Bye.